Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today by one of my fun clients, Jessica Eddy Story. She is an OT, LMT, and yoga instructor, and most importantly, the owner of Transform Myofascial Release located in Beverly, Massachusetts. Welcome to the podcast, Jessica. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Heather. I'm really excited to share my experience. Yeah, this is going to be great. So do you want to just share briefly the boring stuff? Like what was happening before you joined coaching that kind of made you want to even check this out or be involved? Well, to back up and give you the full shebang, um, I told you I'd had COVID in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was that experience where I really thought I was on my deathbed and I wasn't. My husband was on the other side of the house. We were isolated from each other. And I was just terrified that I was going to die and I wasn't sleeping at night. And I had a distance Reiki session um, from a friend. And during that healing session, I just felt so compelled to do this work, to follow my dreams and my passion and my purpose, and that I'd wasted a lot of my life already. And that if I really were to die of COVID, you know, I'd wasted so many years of my life and that I knew I wasn't dying, but it just really made it crystal clear that I wanted to do this work. And I just felt so compelled, but that was two years ago. And I have been just spinning in a place of fear and doubt and not knowing how to start a business. Um, So I'm an occupational therapist. I work for you know a regular company nine to five and have always had um, my clients assigned to me and not have to worry about finding work and um, running a business, advertising, any of that. So that was a big roadblock. And um, also just the belief in myself that one, I deserved to be doing what I want to be doing, Mm -hmm. a fear of making decisions, a fear of failure, a fear that I would show up doing what I'm meant to be doing in this world and nobody would like me or nobody would show up. So I had read your book and I thought, okay, I know how to do a business, but it's incredibly hard to put it together when you're working. And on my Fridays, my day off, and I would, you know, read about how to start a business and then go do laundry and (laughs) go for a walk. And so I felt like, oh, I know I read Heather's book. I listened to her podcast. And then you started talking about the group coaching and... I was a little behind um, in listening to your podcast. So it had already happened. And I was like, oh, crap. You know, this sounds perfect. You know, I was too intimidated to do a one-on-one and the group thing just sounded ideal. So Mm -hmm. I joined that and 
have been dealing throughout with my fears, my fear of failure, my fear of, well, I don't know how to do it. And I want it to be perfect. And I showed up for a call um, a little over a week ago. And I was about a week from launching my business, opening up, putting times out there. Just before the call had finished putting on the stamps and address labels on my business birth announcement. A, so fun. <laughs> it's a business. <laughs> Proud parent Jessica Eddie Story, you know, name transform myofascial release. And um, I was in a panic like, this is real. I'm opening in a week. Nobody had booked yet. Mm-hmm. I'd put things out on Facebook. My friends knew I was starting. I'd been posting on Instagram and nobody had booked yet. So I was terrified that like, wow, this business has already failed. Nobody's booked. And then I was also terrified to get booked, to get my first booking and not know what do I do? What are the emails I send out? How do I build them? I just was in this place of utter panic and I felt like throwing up. Yeah. My husband made me my lunch and I was about to go on the call and I couldn't eat the lunch. It sat next to me until I was coached. And, you know, I presented to you, this is where I'm at. I'm in utter panic. I'm afraid of my first booking. I'm also really disappointed that I don't have any bookings yet. And we went through our coaching. There were a lot of tears. Mm -hmm. And through the coaching and the comments from other of the coaches, Mm -hmm. I think they're called um, the other group members, I really was in a place of like tears and a really low energy of fear. And I said at one point, I feel like this fear is blocking me from getting a booking. You know, I'm just in this space of a lot of fear and panic. And we started to talk about shifting my thinking into a more positive space and think the thought I'm willing to feel any feeling, you know, and I'm standing in my power. My ideal client is coming to me, starting to kind of shift my thinking and my energy into a much more positive place. And then you offered to be my first booking, you know, just a practice experience so I could go through it all. Mm-hmm. And I started to feel hope, got out of my place of panic and was centered again and felt in my purpose and gave myself some slack of I'm not even open yet. And I'm panicking. I was a, yeah. a week away from opening and I was in this place of panic. So I shifted into more excitement. I'm opening up my business. I'm moving in my furniture tomorrow. So my husband and I went sailing after coaching and I did eat my lunch. It was delicious. <laughs> so my husband and I, the rest of the afternoon, we went sailing. I was in a much better mood. It was a beautiful day. And when we were driving home, I checked my phone and saw something new, a little alert from Simple Practice that I had my first booking. And I said, oh, this is great. I can practice you know, when I get home and see how to do this. And then I started looking a little bit and you'd offered to be my first booking so I could practice, but your name was Gloria. <laughs> and I, I was like, hmm, is this a real person? No, this is Heather. Why is Heather using a fake name? That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and just was in this place of like, I think it's real. Like, oh my God, this stuff really works. The shifting of mindset. Like this is just like three hours later, I have my very first booking. Mm-hmm. And four hours ago, I was terrified of this. 
And it just was such a profound and hysterical moment because I reached out to you on Facebook with a, Heather, (laughs) did you book and use a fake name? (laughs) I'm so involved with you guys and I like to see the whole process if you guys have a problem. So I'm like, I'll definitely book in your schedule. I mean, I'm not going to actually drive to Massachusetts from Minnesota, but I would if I could. It's but beautiful this time like, of year. I'll take you sailing, do some MFR and yoga. <laughs> I mean, it's happening. Just maybe not this week. Okay. But I go through that whole process of like your paperwork and everything and check it all out. So yeah. So it was really funny when I had an alert and you're asking me a question about it. And I was like, no, I think you got a real client. Like, <laughs> and and like it was I... because you got out of your own way, like you were yeah. really actually afraid of success. And I think It can masquerade as fear of failure, but it's actually fear of success and being ready, willing, and able to take whatever is coming our way next. Like you expanded into the person that could go through all of the external actions of creating the business. And then you just needed to clean up a little internal stuff in order to create your first client. Yeah. It was just um, such a cool experience. And to go through that span of emotions in such a small time frame was amazing. And I said to my husband, I'm like, I think Heather, my coach, book as a fake name. And and I said, Do you know what Gloria blah blah blah? And he said, Oh yeah, I work with Gloria. And so I, you know, had figured out when I saw a legitimate email address that was not a anything like a Heather Hamill. So mm-hmm. it was just I was just blown away really yeah. by that day. And then we went off to see Paul McCartney in concert. And it was just this like amazing energy that day. And it's really continued. Um, I have continued to get bookings and it's been really exciting. It really (laughs) has been going from this fear of doing it wrong. And I saw my very first client last night. And of course, simple practice, my booking software, you know, I didn't know how to bill her. And I said, you know, I'm sorry, the software is new to me. If you just give me a moment, I'll find how to bill you. And I figured it out. And she was incredibly patient and it wasn't a big deal. And And that's the thing, like when, when you're willing to show up as a human, like your client's also very human and chances are they are not going to have a problem if you don't know how to do everything a thousand percent of the way the first few weeks or months you're open or when you change software, because chances of you migrating to a different system later, because you find something else you like better, you know, you probably will at some point and that's okay. And then you got to start over and learn all of the quirks and ways to do the things, but just allowing for the part where you might not know gives you so much power to experience immense joy and satisfaction when you figure it out. Yeah. She was thrilled that her shoulder could move 40 more degrees than when she walked in. Yeah, And I think when she thinks of our session, she's not going to say, Oh, you know, the session was great, but boy, she didn't know how to charge me money, you know? Yeah. So what I had created in my head was just a silly little story of not being able to do it perfectly. And I've tried to keep that lightness throughout as I've been starting to grow my business. Um, My motto has been perfection is boring Mm -hmm. because right now I have nothing up on the walls. And that was something that we've kind of talked about Mm -hmm. in in coaching with some of the coaches about 
you know, we want it to look perfect. We have a brand new space, nothing's on the walls and nobody has said, oh, what a bare space that, you know, they're excited to get out of pain. Yeah. Nobody cares really. As long as your office is clean and accessible, like nobody cares. I love how funny, like, and how cute and adorable all of our brains are, but we have multiple people in this April round of coaching. That's just about ready to wrap up. We're at the end, getting to the end of June now, and this is being recorded. So like you, other people in the group have started from scratch in this 90 day container. Did you expect for that to happen this quickly? Or what were your expectations going into coaching for what your result would be? So when we first talked, I said, you know, I want to do this coaching. So I learn how to set everything up to start a business. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't you start it up during the coaching? And I thought, oh, that's so scary. (laughs) But it has made so much sense to start my business during the coaching so that I can work out the kinks along the way. Yeah, It's made total sense. I wasn't expecting to do it, but the momentum of the group and seeing other people doing it and the coaching to get past my fear, which has kept me from doing this for the past two years. You know, that's a long time to wait when I felt this really compelling sense of urgency. I want to do my MFR now. I want to do have my own practice and quit my job and Mm -hmm. do my passion. I was too afraid to do it. I was too afraid of failing and seeing other people doing it. And they all had their own hangups of roadblocks and beliefs and things that were keeping them from moving forward. Um, So seeing other people do it and the coaching along the way. You know, the coaching from taking, you know, money from our personal finances to fund this was Mm -hmm. a huge roadblock. And then I felt incredibly guilty borrowing money from our personal finances to fund this business. Mm -hmm. And that when we had coaching with Mariko Mm -hmm. um, was incredibly helpful because she got me to shift from feeling guilty to seeing no, you're investing in your family being able to make more money and for you to be happy doing what you want to be doing. Yeah. And we, she also said, how would you feel if you charged interest on the loan you're taking from your personal checking account? And yeah, that felt good of, you know, I'm not just taking money, I'm investing in myself and charging a very nominal interest rate, but it helped shift my thinking of like, okay, this feels more legit and just feels more authentic for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And do you remember what I did with renting space? I remember just about to sign a lease. Yep. And then I thought, well, maybe there's somewhere else. And I went and looked at another space, got their lease, was about to sign that. And then I I came to you with, I don't know which space to get, you know, and you, (laughs) it was just like, pick one, trust your gut, make a decision decide, you know, if you couldn't make a wrong decision, which one would you go with? And I was just inventing all this drama to prevent myself from making a decision from, to prevent myself from opening a business. Yeah. Cause that was the ultimate, like the scariest thing in the world. It's like, yeah, I think I remember us coaching on this too. Like when I was like, so when are you going to sign that lease? When are you going to decide? And you were like, well, if I decide on that, then I'm going to have to open my business. Then it's really real. And when you said that out loud, you were like, but that's kind of the whole point, right? That's why I'm here. Yeah. 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 So it's been really phenomenal. I didn't 
I had an inkling that I might start a business during the three month coaching, but I figured it would be after, you know, mm-hmm. this is a busy time in the summer where we're sailing and I, I like to work mm-hmm. as little as possible, yeah. but I'm really excited to be opening my business and growing that. So I haven't minded all the extra time I've put in. I've woken up insanely early with energy to make Instagram posts and research things and all of the things like starting an LLC, um, looking for space. I had been putting it off until I started the coaching. And it was just incredibly motivating to be in this group energy and witnessing other people and hearing their problems and thinking, hmm, well, that that's kind of how I'm thinking about my situation. Mm-hmm. And so even if I didn't get coached, I still have learned so much from other people and their beliefs and what their issues are. So it's been a really a transformational three months awesome. with the group coaching. I'm so excited to grow my business with this foundation. I feel like I have such a head start over somebody that's been in business for years, mm-hmm. figuring it out on their own, figuring out, you know, oh, I want to raise my rates, but I'm afraid to, or, you know, not being profitable, not drawing in clients. I really feel solid and prepared and excited. And that is not at all how I felt four months ago. Yeah. That's so good. I love that. I mean, and that's exactly how I want people to feel through that, throughout this whole coaching and whether you stay in coaching or you're ready to be done to know, like I've built this foundation and you've learned the whole model of self-coaching. So you know how to coach yourself and, and to spot your own brain drama. And then when you don't see it, that is when I come in and I'm like, here, here's what I see. You think what your feeling is like just factual and just facts is just happening to you. And then I'm like, it turns out it's what you're thinking about whatever the situation is that's creating these feelings of fear and chaos and indecision, creating you to just stay stuck and spinning. So then you get to make a choice. Do I stay stuck and spinning or do I see what's actually happening and then just change how I'm thinking about it? So the whole perception of what's going on changes, everything eases up. You actually allow yourself to feel whatever feelings you're feeling, and then you can move through and create a different result. So yeah, pretty fun as to I watch. said, it's been really transformational to experience. And that's part of my business name, Transform MFR, Transform yeah. Myofascial Release. I love that. So what made you want to get into myofascial release? Um, when I was in occupational therapy school, I used to see John Barnes articles and like OTPT week or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And somehow I got on his mailer. Those mailings haven't changed in 20 years there. Yeah. Um, there was something about John's energy that just drew me in. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I just felt drawn. I had an inner knowing and I have always been very in tune with things and and studying yoga and my own self-awareness. And then I went on and also became a massage therapist and studied polarity and the MFR work for me, I just had some very, you know, transformational emotional healing Mm -hmm. in my personal MFR journey. And I wanted to bring that in for other people because I really believe if a person isn't in pain, what could they do with their life? If a person had more energy, if they weren't restricted by pain, if they weren't restricted by 
not having full range in their joint. You know, mm-hmm. imagine what you could do with yeah. your life and with the world. It, it's really, you know, transformative work. That was great. Yeah. This is fun, Heather. It is fun. Okay. So let's go back and talk about like your habit of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. When you say that you're a perfectionist, like where else does that show up in your life outside of keeping you from creating your business? Is this just like everywhere you're trying to do everything perfectly? So I think it comes from my childhood where Mm -hmm. I tried to be perfect to deflect the attention from an alcoholic family, Mm. you know, and also learned, you know, if you keep dad happy, then there's less trouble at home. So I didn't grow up knowing what I wanted. I was a people pleaser. I thought if I get perfect grades, that's great. I'm the smart one. I bring a little bit of shine to a crazy Mm -hmm. family. So there's been so much rooted in my childhood and this group coaching has also helped to peel back some of those layers mm-hmm. and just to even deciding well, what color sheets am I ordering? All the decisions of opening a business has been transformative because yeah. there was a big time in my 45 years where I would let other people make decisions because mm-hmm. I wanted them to be happy mm-hmm. and the perfectionism kind of stems from that, this fear of getting it wrong and upsetting the vibe. Yeah. So would you say that you expected to have that outcome going into this program or is that something that surprised you? I expected to have a solid MFR business foundation before, you know, as we wrap up coaching, but the added personal growth has been a total benefit and perk and something I wasn't expecting and didn't know that the coaching would have so much of that. Mm -hmm. And looking around my Zoom screen of of everybody else and seeing just their life changes and their relationships. Um, And even I feel with my husband, we're a lot more open talking about our feelings and my fears. I am actually open and share my feelings with my husband now. And that is not something that I was ever good at before. Yeah. So good. I have like full body goosebumps because I just think of like, what is the long-term effect of that? Like on your relationship and your, like the richness of that relationship and the enjoyment of it when he gets to have that piece of you. Yeah. It's been fantastic. And he looks so much happier with me being honest and open and expressing my feelings with making choices, with just being closer. Yeah. He wants to know what you want, right? I think that's... Yes. Yeah. And he wants me to be happy. And even saying, I want to open an MFR practice and, oh, you don't want to be an OT? You know, or, or he knew me as one person and I'm getting to show a much deeper, authentic part of myself. Yeah. And wherever you go, you take with you your skill sets from whatever educational background yes. you have, right? Like I have a degree in social work. It still very much is a part of me. It's not, I don't just like weed that out because then I became a massage therapist because then I became a life coach, you know? like Yeah, I think it's so complimentary though. And, and in talking about the personal growth, um, the emotional changes, mm-hmm. the emotional awareness, your social work background combined with your life coaching, combined with just the emotional intuitive awareness with MFR work, it's, and then turning it into a group coaching experience where we're all learning from each other. It has been a transformative, beautiful journey. Yeah. I think I love group coaching because I remember like 
how lonely I used to feel driving into work every day by myself, you know, working alone in just in my four walls, nobody in town doing what I did and no one really truly understanding it. You know, the only time I could really feel seen and like really jazzed up about it was like at MFR seminars. And now yeah. in group coaching, it's like, we get to have that community twice a week for yeah. an hour, hour and yeah. 15 minutes. And, and then it spills over into our private Facebook group. And it's just so fun to have that community and that support. And it's a safe place where you can really talk about the business stuff without being worried that you're going to offend clients, Yeah, you know, and like solve problems instead of I think it's easy for people to commiserate. Yeah. And there's no commiserating in our group. It's like if you have a problem, you get you coach yourself on it. Like we coach through it, but we don't wallow and we don't say, me too. And it's terrible for me. And we don't glom yeah. on to that. So decisions get made and change happens very rapidly because there's no room for commiserating and wallowing and self-pity. Like it's just not allowed. The group environment on Facebook is so collaborative and encouraging. And um, that was something I really wasn't aware of how nice that was going to be. Because we can post a question and you're on it, you know, and I was more expecting we'd have two coaching calls, an hour each, and then I disappear. Then you're on your own. And and then there's the um, videos too. And they've been a great resource too. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, I've loved it. Well, I've loved having you and I love hearing the feedback on it. And, you know, the bigger this gets, the more like I have to expand as a coach to accommodate more and more people. And so to do that, I'm hiring more people to handle like the behind the scenes stuff that I've typically been doing so that I can just show up to coach because that is what I want to do. And so that's what I will continue to do because I want to be accessible and I want to know everybody. I feel like I know everybody in the group, but you know, eventually I, I learn everybody's names and I've always thought that I was kind of terrible at that, but it turns out like, I'm kind of good. I just need to talk to you a few times that I remember things. Yeah. It doesn't hurt that on the zoom screen, we all see. Thank God for that. Yes. Yes. That is a little side note trick that I do use heavily. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. It doesn't tell me all the details about you and like your business. And it does seem like I do have the ability to remember what people are doing and what they're working on. I might not always remember what everybody's rate is, but none of that really matters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. I'm glad you've been a part of this and I appreciate you coming here and sharing your story with everyone. So gives people the opportunity to be like, that's me too, or this is what I'm struggling with so that they know that this help is available for them. And then hopefully they come and get the help too. And my goal is for every MFR therapist to find this work so that they can feel better doing what they love. They can make more than plenty of money and not burn out because this doesn't have to be hard and it can be fun and easy. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up? Heather, I'd like to thank you. The coaching experience has been transformative for me. I had spent two years wanting to start my own business, going to work every day, knowing that there was something else I'm meant to be doing. And yesterday I saw my first client and they showed up and they were a bit of a train wreck. And I started to go into a place of panic and then was right back there pulling my energy and my thoughts back to, I can help this person. I can treat anything that walks in the room. And I held the space of healing and this person who's been in terrible pain 
got some relief and is rebooking. And I'm just so grateful because this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is my purpose. I feel so compelled and passionate and incredibly grateful that I'm opening my business. I can't thank you enough because I'd been afraid to do it on my own. And because of you in the group, um, it's happening. It's real. And I'm transforming lives. I love it. It is happening. And you're going to help so many people. And just having that skill to remember that you don't have to like fix everything for someone in one visit. You just hold the space. The part where you showed up and you offered to help them kicks the pebble. And your willingness is just amazing. Yeah. I wasn't afraid of not being perfect. You know, love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I stumbled through the billing process. I stumbled through rebooking, but I got through it and I was kind to myself and perfect is boring. Perfect is boring. That's probably going to be the episode title. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It can be fun. And I think that is another like superpower that you learn in coaching is you do not have to create a successful business in a pressure cooker. Like you can create it while having so much fun and making it easy on purpose. I was just thinking like you love to sail in the summer and you can create your practice so that you don't even work in the summer if that's what you want. You get to do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I may take this with me in the winters down to the Caribbean and work on people down there and then my people up here. Yeah. Once you create a business, you can do it wherever you go. So I love it. Well, thanks for being here with us today and sharing. I have really loved being your coach and I look forward to watching you do all of the things that are possible in your business and to continue to just blow your own mind as you do it. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. Thank you so much, Heather. I've really enjoyed being here and, and sharing my story. Awesome. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. And I'll see you next week on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at The MFR Coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.